0: The Lady or the Tiger, by Frank R. Stockton. A guided reading in English for beginners, read by Joshua Cashel. Part One, The King. Long, long ago, there lived a king. He lived far away, but not too far. His royal ideas were influenced by European neighbors, who were more progressive in their ideas and behavior. So, compared to other kings of that time, the king in our story was only semi-barbaric. Even so, he still had ideas that revealed his true barbaric side. He was an intelligent king, and he had a very active imagination. He was also a very decisive king, and as king, he had the power to turn his imagination into reality. The moment the king decided something, he made that thing a law. When everyone around him acted correctly, he was a calm and agreeable king. But if something went wrong, he became even calmer and more agreeable. Because he was the happiest when he could use his authority to fix the problem. One of the ideas our semi-barbaric king took from his progressive neighbors was the idea of the public arena. In other kingdoms, the public arena was a place where wild animals and gladiators fought to entertain the citizens. But our king did not build his arena for the people to watch courageous fighters or battles between man and beast. The king used his arena as a courtroom, a tribunal for citizens accused of crimes, where guilty criminals were punished and innocent citizens were rewarded by pure and impartial chance. When a citizen was accused of a crime, the king made an announcement. On a day he decided, the accused citizen was brought to the tribunal in the king's arena in front of all the citizens of the city. But How does the public arena represent the barbaric side of the king's nature, you ask? Well, on the day of the trial, after all the people arrive in the arena, and the king is sitting on his royal throne, he gives a signal. When the king gives his signal, a door below him on the floor of the arena opens and the accused person walks out onto the sand of the amphitheater. Directly opposite the accused person, on the other side of the arena, there are two doors, side by side. The doors are identical. In shape and design and color, you cannot tell the difference between one door and the other. It is the responsibility of the person on trial to walk directly to these doors and open one of them. He can choose to open either door. No one guides him or influences him except impartial and incorruptible chance. Behind one of the identical doors is a tiger. (laughs) the strongest and cruelest tiger the king can find. When the accused person opens that door, the tiger jumps out and immediately catches him and rips him to pieces. Ah! This is the punishment for his guilt. The moment the case of the criminal is decided like this, Melancholy bells ring in the city, and the large audience walks slowly home. The people are sad that a citizen so young and handsome or so old and respected is guilty and had to die. But if the accused person opens the other door, A beautiful woman comes out. The king chooses the most appropriate woman for the age and position of the person on trial. The man then immediately marries the woman as a reward for his innocence. It does not matter if he already has a wife and family or if he is already in love with a different person, he chose himself. The king does not care about that, and he does not allow any previous arrangements to interfere with his great idea of punishment and reward. This wedding takes place immediately in the center of the arena, in front of the king and all his citizens. Another door opens below the king. A priest and many musicians and dancing girls come from the door. They approach the innocent man and the woman and quickly and happily perform the wedding ceremony. Then bells of celebration ring in the city. The people shout with happiness and the innocent man takes his new bride to his home. This is how our semi-barbaric king administered justice. To him, it was perfectly fair. The criminal opened the door the criminal wanted, and he did not have any idea if he was going to be killed and eaten by a hungry tiger or married to a beautiful woman. Sometimes the tiger came out of one door, and other times it came out of the other door. The decisions of these tribunals were not only fair, they were immediate and definite. The accused person was instantly punished if he found himself guilty, or he was rewarded on the spot if he found himself innocent whether he liked it or not. The accused person could not escape the decisions of the king's arena. The citizens liked these trials very much. When they came to the arena on trial days, they never knew if they were going to watch a horrible, bloody death or a wonderful, joyful wedding. This element of unpredictability made the occasion especially interesting. In this way, the king entertained his people and they were happy. Even the citizens who had doubts about this kind of justice could not say that the trial was unfair. The accused person was able to make the decision for himself, wasn't he?